This is Let It Ride, an NRL gambling podcast presented by the Unsportsman and the NRL Roast. Everything we say on this podcast is purely for entertainment purposes. This is not gambling advice. Hello everyone, welcome to the Let It Ride podcast, your niche rugby league gambling podcast. I'm Aaron from the unsportsman.com.au and each week with Dean from the NRRoast.com, we bring you Let It Ride. How are you, Dean? Mate, I am really good. Just coming off a great weekend of uh, international sports. Being, well, I know there's a lot of international sports out there, but uh, American sports in particular. Got to watch my uh, New York Mets have a hit out on uh, Sunday morning and, and some UFC on uh, a bit after that. So um, then straight in the footy. So it was a great, great Sunday for me. Sports is How back. Yourself? Sports is back. Yeah, mate, it's uh, back in a big, big way. <laughs> we, we've been back. Like everyone's just taking our lead, aren't they? Yeah, I know. NRL's been back for a while, and the leading um, entertainment uh, sports entertainment ever. Yeah, I heard the baseball commissioner was ringing up Peter Volandis asking how to get this thing going again. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Pete, yeah, I'm Lord Volandis. God bless. Today's open. I want to talk about Paul Green, premiership winning coach sacked. He's the third one this year, I think, off the top of my head, Dean. The North Queensland Cowboys. So third one, and it's and it's not Paul McGregor. <laughs> yeah, incredible, incredible areas from the St George Illawarra Dragons. The North Queensland Cowboys have moved on. He obviously has some coaching chops because Green, along with some Thursday bloke filling in at the halves, was able to deliver a premiership to the Rugby League heartland of North Queensland in 2015. The forex was flowing. The forex that was flowing is long dried up. Instead, replaced by a diet of uninspired block players out the back and not so much poor roster management but rather a roster that needed some fresh faces Scott Drinkwater for example has all the talent in the world and he'll obviously improve leaps and bounds having Michael Morgan next to him but he just needs a coach that can unlock his attacking potential just one example the Cowboys core roster reads very well on paper Uh, the injuries have derailed their past few seasons and perhaps some depth is needed Across the park, really. Dean, can I just read some names to you? Uh, Go for it, mate. Cohen Hess, Josh McGuire, Jordan McLean, who comes back onto the bench this week, I think. Some Tamalolo guy, Cole Felt, Michael Morgan, Drinkwater, and Valentine Holmes. And throw in boom rookie Hamaso Tabuai Fido. Is Hamaso? Great work, great Tabuai work. Tabuai Fido. Just the hammer. The hammer. And what's left of Isan Masters? I don't know if he's playing on one leg at the moment. But what do you think of the core of the team there, Dean? You would, be, if you're a, if you're a coach, that's a you know a core that you, you'd off over. Some of those players like Tamalo's locked in for a, a long time, uh, Morgan for a few more years, and just Hammer on the weekend was uh, he beat like seven players to score. Yeah, he the, did. that corner try. Like that's something you any coach would just want to be there. I agree, and and with the Hammer. Tabby Wifado, we we seen it in the nines and everyone was high on him and we didn't really forget about him and it's not like we're just heaping praise on him now. He really stood out the nines and on the weekend he gave the Panthers backline a rinse, but he couldn't play until July thir- uh, June thirty because of the state of his contract. Now that Holmes is out, like he played on the wing there, but now Holmes is out, he can sort of get a fair few games at that fullback role. So it's exciting to see. But What about, have you got some names of some players the Cowboys will let go? 
Oh, there's plenty more, but just some of the big ones. So you've got Kalen Ponga, Corey Horsburgh, um, Bill Kikiao, and uh, Braden Ham- hamlin Ueli. So, geez, you'd love to have your hands on, on them again. I know Ponga, he left for a lot more money than and was still offered a, a fair contract with uh, the Cowboys, and and he still sort of, you know, wasn't that much much sort of difference would have stayed. But I think there was a little bit more to it as per the media. Yeah, some some big names they wish they could have back. Bill Kikau, wow. Yeah, yeah, you can't have him. He's in Penrith now. He's staying. I know. <laughs> but yeah, look, like you said, how exciting is that, um, the Hammer? I, I can't wait to sort of see him over the next few few weeks. More of him. True. the The point of all this is just to reflect on Paul Green's situation in North Queensland. It just got to the point where uh, they weren't playing inspired football for him. Just a fresh coach coming in is, is probably going to do a lot for that team, which the uh, – and the other point was the, the the bones of that team are there with some exciting pieces on the edges. Just just on, on real quickly on Paul Green. So he came in 2014. They'd already made um, three straight semifinals before that and then they go to a premiership two years later um, and then runners up another two years, two years later. But I've always said that Cowboys team in 2017 when they lost Thurston – and they were sort of packed up, ready to go on Mad Monday. And the Bulldogs upset, I'm pretty sure it was the Dragons, they upset them, which put the Cowboys back into the eight. I reckon your mindset is like, I'm ready to go on holidays. Oh, shit, I've got to play footy next week. Oh, well, we weren't meant to be here anyway. And they sort of just went on that run to get yeah. to the, the finals. And then they've missed the last last couple of years. So uh, 13th and, and 14th. Look, I'm not saying it's not Paul Green. He was a, a, a decent coach. Took him to a premiership, but was were the sort of wheels in motion that he got there, and within two years they they get that premiership um, after three straight semi-finals. I sort of look okay. That's maybe coach and the, the the board and all that before, like bringing setting up that that winning team and, and getting it prepped for that finals run um, or that premiership run. Sorry, I'm not saying again that he's he's a bad coach. Just. Uh, I think the last couple of seasons, once Thurston's was gone, that it's sort of it's sort of shown. But yeah, what a, what a dream run for him to come into that established team with um that Thurston bloke at the tail end of his who prime. Is this, who is this Thurston bloke? That you uh, the, no, about? he used to play for the Bulldogs a bit. Then they they let him go. I don't know. <laughs> Queensland Cup halfback at best. We don't take any of your money here at Let It Ride Pod. So do us a favor, open your Apple Podcast app. And give us a five-star review and tell one friend. It really helps us out, get the message out there. I am so sorry (laughs) to my world. I am so sorry to my world. This is not what we want. Bad beats, Dean. There was a bit of it throughout the weekend. A couple of losses there. Yeah, run through them. Uh, so, yeah, um, uh, Roosters covered the line against Canberra and, and didn't even get the win. So uh, everyone was high on, on the, the Roosters. It was sort of um, how much they were going to win by. It wasn't, you know, whether they were going to win. It was it was scoreline going to be. But that was that was a big upset there. Dragons winning by six but not covering the nine and a half. Rough. Um, Jeez, that, that cost me plenty. Fucking. Yeah. And the Eels as well. Another team that was, everyone thought, you know, then, not going to lose to to the Manly side, so great effort there by Manly. The Panthers not covering. Everyone was again. Yeah, this was a going to be a huge scoreline on the Sunday, and not only did you know they they only just sort of well, they won by twelve in the end, which you know just short of that forty and a half. They only scored that late one. Yeah, 
sort of blew the score out a bit, but um, the, the Cowboys were in that all the way, you know, three quarters of the way into that game. So some just real bad beats for the punters there. Uh, the the Dragons Dean cost me plenty. God damn I was it! So, so nervous. What twenty two ten down? I'm like, yep. yeah. Not only we're we not gonna, you know, I'd rate my nine and a half off, but I was like, fuck, we're not even gonna win this. <laughs> And really, in the end, like, what was it? A you know, old mate. What was it? Montoya fumbling. Yeah, I can't remember uh, now. Was... Norman Norman um, gets over the try line and spy does a, a tribute to Piggy Riddell. Shout out Piggy Riddell. I don't think he likes me though. Yeah, I could see that. <laughs> <laughs> you do call yourself the NRL roast. Uh, NRL games. This is where the money is, Dean. Let's find some winners. Thursday night special. Eels a dollar thirty-five, West Tigers three twenty-five, the line seven and a half, the points line thirty-eight and a half. Luke Garner out, Blake Ferguson, Mitch Moses, and Ryan Madison back in. Geez, there's some big inclusions back in. The Eels get some troops back. Uh, I think they can bounce back into the winners column. I was a bit worried about the seven and a half line, but you know it's only it's only two tries. I. I'm kind of expecting a tight tussle, but I, I think the Eels can cover here. Yeah, like you said, they get their big names back. A bit of a um, war of words between, uh, well, mostly the Tigers throwing some shade at Madison, and uh, I think that works in, in Madison's favour. Um, he's sort of just been, well, no, nah, I didn't say that, and just going about his business, and it's one player against. I think it really upsets the, the Tigers more with the CEO coming out saying not the players. The players are like, fucking probably shut up. Yeah. Let us play, play they the probably game. still got Maddo in group chats and stuff. Like just sh- probably, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, and I, I think it'd be more like you know a lot of the players are like, well, he's on our team now. We'll back up for him and go out and and they've got some big bodies in that forward pack. So, uh, the last three have gone the Eels way, uh, including that big big win last year, that fifty-one to six victory at uh, Bankwest. I think they bounce back here, make a bit of a statement. Not writing the Tigers off completely. They were impressive last week, albeit against a very terrible Broncos side. But that's going to give them confidence. Uh, you know, they scored 48 points, didn't let in any. Um, I just think the Eels are going to come out firing after last week's game. Full strength, rivalry game. Like you said, it may be tight all game uh, with the Eels scoring some points late to seal that win and going to cover that line. Yeah, surely Mitch Moses himself is, is worth two tries to the Eels' account. But Dean is killing me. Regan Campbell-Gillard, the Panthers are still paying part of his contract. They told him just to go look elsewhere, so he went down the road, down the Western Distributor or whatever, to Parramatta, and he's running for 260 metres a game, you know, 30, 40 tackles, whatever, 20, 30, 40 tackles, just eating metres up the middle, bending line up the middle. That that forward pack? Yeah. And, like, yeah, he is leading that way, but that forward pack is, is unbelievable. Um yeah, I think what did he, it was like 290 metres last yep. week and consistently over 30 tackles. So, God yeah, damn it. It's going to be exciting this week. God <laughs> damn it. Yeah. Feel uh, for the Panthers. You, everyone, everyone bags Gus, well, and I have bagged Gus till the cows come home and his ridiculous 10-year plan, five-year plan, whatever it was. The, he ended up building a nice little core roster of players out there. Quite incredible stuff from Gus. I think they've got the youngest youngest squad or the youngest um, team with the least amount of experience uh, at the moment, and they're sitting at the top of the table. So, yeah, can't be too upset. Like, yeah, you'd want Regan Campbell Gillard back, but who are you going to give up? You're going to give up you know, James Fisher Harris or uh, 
Was that Yo or no, no? James Tamo? James Tamo, mate. See you later. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, Friday night, Cowboys two twenty five, Seagulls a dollar sixty five. Line three and a half, points line forty one and a half. Adam Fanua Blake back in the starting lineup. So they, they've overturned that, have they? they? It's just, or they've not overturned it. They've just allowed him, or because it's not really come out whether he's taking the flu shot now, which I highly doubt, or they've just given him an exemption or something. So, no. yeah, I don't know. Either. I didn't read into it. I, I don't want to know to be honest. But he's 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 named it to wear the number eight jersey, so he's in. I'm locking in on Manly here, Dean. And this might make or break my sports bet account. I'm going to have a little bit of a dip at Manly here. It was a massive win last weekend over a depleted Eels team. I, I just like the way Desi Hasler prepares his teams. And going up to North Queensland, this it could go either way with the Cowboys here. Which Cowboys team we get, I think Desi yep. Hasler will have him cherry ripe. I don't know how he's going to talk himself out of being uh, into being the underdog here at a dollar sixty-five, <laughs> but it's going to be an interesting um, couple of days in the media here from Desi. So I'll be listening intently. Um, but I'm not with you here. I reckon Manly were impressive against the Eels, um, and that's their first win without Turbo this year. But uh, don't forget, before that, they had losses to the Sharks, Knights, and Dragons. Um, Two twenty-five is good value for the Cowboys here. Um, Cowboys were in it with, like I said before, they were in it with the Panthers last week. Ten all after sixty minutes. Panthers scoring a late try in the dying minutes to stretch that margin margin out to twelve. Even though it's been proven that teams don't have a better record after sacking their coach, I'm going to stick with my theory and I'm going to go with them here. Um, so I think uh, the Cowboys at two twenty five head to head. Yeah, I I actually heard that stat. They were Peter Sterling was big on it on the radio call last weekend. Um, in the dogs game, actually, I, I think there's just probably a lot of noise in that stat. Where if you really picked through it and found where teams with a good core that were just underperforming, it might be the other way, where they come out and win the next week. Like obviously the Bulldogs weren't going to come out and beat the Dragons, which they nearly did, but it's not likely because they just don't have that the the squad there. I think it was like maybe if you go back like five or six years ago, uh, or maybe even you have to go back ten, um, I think that the results were the other way. But it's since then it's like uh, the week after they've lost so many in a row that the odds have slipped. Oh, right. So, yeah, I agree with your points, but I'm just – I think just the stat, and I think everyone started talking it up, so it's gathered momentum. But ever, ever, ever since they started talking about it, They've just fucking lost that first game. Right. So it's, it's sort of blown the stats out a bit. But uh, no, I agree with the points. They've got the right sort of ball there. They're just like, oh, look, I'm the sick of a coach. Don't want to listen to him. They haven't. Don't agree with some of his tactics. Some of the new guys have come in and, and don't agree with it. And it's upset the whole playing group. And then they have someone else come in and just go, hey, just throw the ball around and have a bit of fun today. And we'll work it out next week, sort of thing. Mm. Maybe it's something like that. So. so I'm Seagulls, Dean's Cowboys. Mark that one down as a head to head. See how we go. Broncos. Eight dollars, Storm a dollar and eight. The line is nineteen and a half. The points line is forty five and a half. Uh, a few changes with the Broncos. Oates, <laughs> Isaac, Luke, Jermaine Asako, and Tessie New out. Um, I will take the Sunshine Coast Storm by ninety. Thanks. You get them at fifty one plus at a, at one hundred and fifty one dollars. I tell you what, it's worth a dip. Yeah, I agree. 
Um, but yeah, I've nothing really here. <laughs> what can you say about that Broncos? That effort on the weekend was horrifying. Uh, look, we've all been in a situation. If you've played footy, you're getting flogged. Um, you just can't wait for that siren to come. But we play park footy and get a free beer at the end of the game mm-hmm. if we're lucky. Injuries aside, you can't make excuses for that effort from the Broncos. Um, what the Storm should do at halftime if they're leading by 30, 40 plus, uh, which is a real possibility. Swap positions. Remember doing that awesome. in junior footy? The best. Yeah. <laughs> I used to love getting in at uh, halfback as a fat prop and <laughs> throwing up ugly cutouts and dummies to no one. So get Munster in a prop, Brandon Smith at fullback, Justin Olam in the halves. Mate, that would just fly. <laughs> oh, on what but planet don't. would Bellamy have any fun? No, yeah. <laughs> mate. He's he's angry, mate. They'll, they'll be up by fifty, and he'll still find something to be angry at. I suppose that's why they they've won comps and they're consistently up the top. So, but um, yeah, value in just a head to head or um, line, I can't find it. Storm to lead the best best sort of bets I can find is Storm to lead by nine plus at halftime. It's paying a dollar ninety, and if you um, throw that in with a with a multi. Um, can get anytime try scorers like Fox, Pat, you're going to get 310, 360. Throw in Brendan Smith, you're going to get 650. Um, so there's some uh, gravy to be made there in the same game multis. Just to um, put a pin in that, Storm to lead by nine plus at halftime, $1.90. Is that, is, that free, is that free bread? I think so. I think so I don't too. Know if it's an error or what, um, <laughs> nine plus halftime, they're, they're going to score, I would say. You know, they're, they're, 22 nil at halftime. Yeah. I don't even know what to say. I saw it and I was like, dang, I'm getting straight on that. All good there. Points line, 45 and a half. All good there. Yeah. Beautiful. Warriors, $10. by themselves. Roosters, $1.05. The line is 25 and a half. Points line, 46 and a half. Wade Egan out, which is actually a big loss. He's, he's been pretty dynamic in the games that he has played for the Warriors. Angus Crichton out. The Warriors, they lose four players after this match, so it just the battle gets harder for them. Peter Volandis, Lord Volandis, needs to do everything in his power to get Sonny Bill Williams to the Warriors. And then he he plays the next 10 games with the Warriors, but he's allowed to join a finals team for the finals, Dean. What do you think about that? Do it. Get him in. It'll be a major boost for the for the Warriors. Are you, are you for it or against it? Yeah, big time. Big time. Big time, yeah. Get him in, like, um, like you said. These these guys are getting loan players from you know how many other teams for four or five games. I, I think him coming in for you know if it, if it's a real if it's a real possibility, which who knows? There's talk of him just going back to New Zealand and or, or preparing for a fight against you know talk with Gallon and stuff like that. That could be just hype. Um, but I, you know, come to Australia, spend five weeks here. I, it's just that would be brilliant for rugby league. And and the, the, just the game worldwide as well. Yeah, I, I've got this awful feeling. Uncle Nick is gonna tip the salary sombrero upside down and just throw him a car yard, a city Ford car yard to go play. Pretty sure he said he, he always said that if he was coming back, he made a promise that he'd come back to Roosters. <sighs> but if if he said to him, look, if, if he said, look, I just want to go there and, and help the team out. I'm, it's going to do a lot for my country and. Pitch it that way. I don't think he'd have be against it. Mm. It's not like the Warriors are going to um, meet the Roosters in the in the grand final this year. I highly doubt. <laughs> are the Roosters going to cover? Oh, 25 and a half. They should uh, look. I feel for all these guys. They're under so much pressure. A few of them secretly be hoping their season's going to 
and tomorrow. But um, I thought they'd uh, get the cash last week, and and I thought the boys were going home uh, after last week's game. But uh, I think they said no. It was then it was this week, so. It wasn't going to be. Tipping-wise, it's right off. Roosters win easy here just by how much. I, again, I've gone a couple of same-game multis. I think the Roosters by half time, uh, nine plus at halftime again into either uh, Brett Morris to get a double, which will give you $4. Ikuvalu to get a double gets you four fifty, Or just Paul Flanagan to score is going to get you four fifty as well. So there's uh, a bit of value in the same-game multis this week. Yep, totally agree. Roosters nine plus at halftime. $1.90. That's just money for Jim. And Matt Ikevalu, he is having quite a little moment, isn't he? I mean, someone's going well to pay overs for him. Not that he's not worth it, but they're going to pay a lot for him is what I'm saying. Sharks, $1.80. Dragons, $2. The line is two. Points line, 40 and a half. Britton Nakora out for the Shark. Sean Johnson had an absolute field day last weekend, and I bet he wishes he could play the Warriors every week. I think this will be a close one, Dean, the local derby. Any thoughts? Score line when they first, they met this year was about forty eight, I think. I actually like the Dragons, and that's just you know, not me being the being the fan, but uh, I like them at uh, two ten. But I think the best play is here. Like you said, it's going to be tight. Either team um, under eight and a half is is the same price at two ten. So Sharks are five from their last seven. Drags are Dragons are four from their last six. Uh, like you said, Johnson firing. He's um, He's had 13 try assists in the last seven games. Yeah. And, uh, Dufty for the Dragons has, in his last six games, six tries, six try assists. So he's paying 275 to score any time. You can get that almost every week. It's always value in, in Dufty. So um, I take the Dragons here and uh, Dufty, uh, the anytime try score at 275. For the record, I, I really am tempted by the Dragons, but I'm going to take the Sharks $1.80. And I might wait. That's it. I'm, I'm done. Yeah. I might wait till the game to Oregon. Um, that might end up pretty close to pick him, if not Dragon's favorite. Raiders, $1.45. Rabbitohs, $2.75. The line is six points. The points line is 40 and a half. Campbell Graham in for James Roberts. Jimmy the Jet out with a peck tear, I think. He's going to be out until the final. Like, if they make the finals, he, he may be able to be picked. So it's a big loss for him. Yeah. He. But, but Campbell Graham back, so... When was the last time James Roberts strung a full season together? It's yeah. been a while. Try bet candidate here, Dean. Perfect opportunity for it. First off, I'll start by apologies to the Raiders. Uh, I wrote them off last week and they showed uh, grit. Um, the Rabbitohs, yeah, they need to win to keep keep on track with the eight while the Raiders, they're still on the edge of that uh, top four halfway through the season. So some great value in the Rabbitohs head-to-head here at 275. Campbell Graham back. Love him paying four dollars anytime. I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna pick it at the upset. I'm gonna pick the Rabbitohs at two seventy five. Wow, they've done nothing to impress me. They were down twenty nil to the yeah. Knights last week, but they scored eight, eighteen points. <laughs> they should have won. Like Twelve <laughs> minutes or something. So they've got points in them. Um, and I just, I don't know. The yeah, the Raiders were against the the Roosters last week. Were very very impressive, but. I don't know. I just have have that feeling. You I hate like the Raiders. Two seventy five. You, you can I say. I don't it. hate the Raiders. <laughs> mate, they they one of my second second team. I, I've seen more Raiders games, I reckon, than I have the Dragons. Um, they're a couple of hours away. I've, I've got a mate. I've, I barracked for him against the Sharks. That's how much I probably more how much I hate the Sharks that than like the Raiders. No, I don't hate them. I just I like value. And two seventy five, I think, is is some value there for him. I'll just push back the Raiders. Beat the Roosters last week by two points in a marquee fixture. 
the Rabbitohs were down twenty nil until the last fourteen minutes against the Knights. Give me give me the Raiders to cover here. I, I'm okay. I'm high on the Raiders. I think they're starting to put their season back together a little bit. Moving on, Knights a dollar thirteen, Bulldogs six dollars. The line is fifteen and a half. The points line is forty three and a half. I think the Knights defense is just too stingy. They are a huge chance to hold the Bulldogs to nil in this game. I, w- I wonder what the Bulldogs are paying to be held to nil. Might be worth you know a five dollar little outside chance on that, Dean. I think you can actually. I'm just having a real quick look. I think there's a, like a there's always a um, bet you can have for a team to be held to nil, and I think it's like fifty to one, or might even be way more, and maybe just scrambling here. But no, yeah, look, Knights should win thirteen plus. Um, nice little Sunday Arvo in the in the hunt. I should see some points here. In saying that, the dogs they weren't dreadful against the Dragons. They completed well. They made I think six errors. Also, the Knights letting in that eighteen points in the last fifteen minutes was a little bit worrying. But uh, yeah, I'll take I'll take Knights to cover. Yeah, thirteen plus fifteen and a half. Yeah, I think they'll they'll should do either. Yep, totally agree. They will cover points line forty three and a half. Sorry. If- uh yeah, I'll, overs on that. Titans seven dollars. Panthers a dollar ten. The line is seventeen and a half. Points line forty five and a half. Dylan Edwards, Dean Farre, Appy Corusau out. Appy Corusau is a huge loss. He's he's not he's a large portion of. Penrith's attack at the line. I wonder if the 17.5 is too much for him to cover, Dean. Yeah. I don't know. I'm really torn on this one. Like, they have um, young young Mitch Kenny coming in. If you're not a uh, if you're not on Instagram, jump, jump on there and, and follow him. He does some um, crazy little TikToks as well. He's, he's quite a funny follow. Uh, but, yeah, he comes in for uh, Coruscant. 17.5. Look, I'm, I'm torn. I, I'll just leave it. I, I don't think I'll, I'll play at this one at all. I'll have a look at a same game multi. I haven't haven't quite looked over this one yet, and probably leave it until right on game time. Big outs for Penrith. Big outs. Yeah, some big outs. Yeah. Um, Caleb Aikens comes in for Dylan Edwards, and I mean Dylan Dylan Edwards is the fullback of choice out there. I would look at like pick a pick your own line, like and reduce it by maybe go eleven and a half. Yeah. Um, you're still going to get around dollar fifty, and then chuck in say Bill Kickout to score a try. Um, you're going to boost that up to about. Three fifty four bucks, and I think that that's probably where where I would play. The seven and a half, it's just it feels big. It does for some reason. I don't know and why they're, they're top of the table, but it feels big. Yeah, that's right. And and they're one of the, the best attacking sides in the comp at the moment. Coming up against the Titans, they do have to travel. It's, it's one of those ones where you just look at it and you go, "Don't know." So okay. I just I'll leave it and and look at some other options instead of the seven and a half that they've put out. Yeah, I, I totally agree. We're on the same page. Kevin Proctor back in to for the Titans. I don't know if we can help you with that one. Maybe maybe we'll just watch that game um, with interest, some interest. The listener jump in the uh, jump in the WhatsApp group. And, uh, give us some help. Yeah. Um, if you've got some good tips in there, and you think you you know it better than us, jump in there and, and let us know. We're always up for some uh, feedback. Yeah, good shot. We'll throw that out to the punters. Titans v Panthers. I don't know how I feel about the seventeen and a half. The listener, Multi-Dean, we failed to collect again. Knocked out by the Raiders. I know. Which, if you, you're in the group chat as well, pretty much every single person was knocked out that first yeah. first week. So, uh, first game, sorry. So, that was crazy. Um, but, yeah, so uh, if you don't know, we do have a listener multi. Um, what you can do is you can enjoy a multi on us. 
Uh, the formula is simple. Uh, we combine my best bet, Aaron's best bet, and the listener's best tip into a $50 multi. Uh, we'll chuck it on for you. It won't cost you a thing, and we split the profits 50-50 with you. So um, all you have to do is head to either my page um, on Instagram or Facebook at the NRL Roast or Aaron's page uh, on Instagram and Facebook at the underscore unsportsman. Um, follow us, send us your tip, and you have to send in um, a code word, which this week, uh, I'm really high on this uh, Thursday night game, uh, West Tigers and Parramatta. It's a great rivalry. So just all you have to do is send in the keyword, which is rivalry. Send that in with your, with your tip as well, um, and we'll combine my best bet, Aaron's best bet, and chuck the multi on for you. We'll pick a winner. This will probably go out... Uh, Wednesday night or Thursday morning, Aaron? Wednesday night. Overnight? Wednesday night. So get it in. We'll pick it around. We normally do it Thursday morning. We'll give it till, say, Thursday lunchtime, Thursday afternoon. So jump in there, um, have a quick listen, send us your, uh, send us the code word and your tip, and you can be picked. It's, not, it's over! It's over, ladies and gentlemen! Being the overs, Dean, this podcast, we only bet the overs. If you want to bet the unders, that's cool. It's uh, just not for us. Our best overs bet for the weekends. We're in complete agreement, Dean. What is it? It is uh, my team, the the Dragons, coming up against the Sharkies. The last time they met in round five, uh, forty six points. I've got a feeling we we might see a little bit little bit more. You've got Johnson in fine form. Uh, Siona Katoa on top of the leaderboard in tries. You've got Matt Dufty on fire. I think we're going to see some points here. I think it's going to be over the 40 and a half that they've listed there, banging the overs in the Dragon Sharkies game. That's a mortal lock from me on the overs there. Last segment we'll get out of here, lock, value, and try scorer. I'll run through mine first, Dean. My lock this week, Eels to cover. My value is Raiders or Rabbitohs, any team by less than eight and a half. Get on the try bet there. And my try scorer is... So I think there might be a few lopsided games this weekend, Dean. Go through the team list, Storm, Roosters, Knights, or Panthers. And just pick a backline player anytime to score. You might find some value in that. I'll take Kyle Flanagan anytime. Kyle Flanagan is one of our favorites Yeah, here. just a great support player. So, he is. If you actually go through on the stats, he's one of the best support players in the game at the moment. But my best three uh, for sorry for round ten is my lock storm by nine plus at half time dollar ninety bang it value cowboys at two twenty five and <laughs> and try score at Dufty first he scored first last week I think he can do it again at fourteen dollars it's worth the risk um, shout out to uh, the, trying to talk up the big boy season I've had a few inboxes yes. people saying uh, all about the big boy season Braden Ham- Hamlin Ueli. He scored three out of the last four games. He scored the first try in three of them. Um, big guy scoring tries, scoring meat pies, and paying big bucks too. So keep an eye on him. Let's get out of here, Dean. Um, go follow Dean at the NRL Roast. Go over to thenrlroast.com. Take a bit of a read there. Go over to the underscore unsportsman. Give me a follow, theunsportsman.com.au. Um, and good luck with your multis this weekend. That's it. See you, man.